What up, what up, people? All right, we are in the zone still of talking about building a clientele. Now, listen to that word again, building. We're building something. It takes a lot to build something, okay? So I wanna talk today uh, about if you already have your elevator pitch or your unique selling points, which I offer classes, courses, the last podcast was talking about that. Now you're equipped with that. You know how to go out and say more than, I do nails, I do lashes, I do brows. I do makeup. You have a little bit of a pitch to say around that in a conversational tone. You've practiced it, you're confident. Uh, And then we're gonna talk about now what to do. Now do I just wait? Do I just post on Instagram and wait for clients? That's not gonna work out. That's not gonna work out before you make enough money and you have to leave. So continue to do that, right? I'm gonna advocate that. But this is how you're gonna go out and about and get clients and also how you can go in get clients when you're living your daily life you're going grocery shopping you're at target shopping you're taking your kids to school picking them up taking them to practice going to a friend's birthday party going out to dinner with your man anything right you're living your life and people come up to you oh i love your nails well, what are you gonna do they go and say thank you no you're gonna belt out your elevator pitch and then i'm gonna give you some places now where you're gonna actively go and market yourself okay so this is I'm talking about blanketing your neighborhood, right? You're gonna blanket and utilize the community that you do nails in so that that is where all your potential clients are. If you live in New York, your potential clients, if you're doing clients at a desk, are not gonna be in Kentucky. Now, if you're selling press-ons or cuticle oil or something like that, yeah, then your potential clients are there. And I have tips and tricks and helps for that. But this is what's called cross-promoting and working smarter than harder. So I just released an ebook. It's called The 55 Places to Market Your Beauty Business. It's Naja's Marketing Playbook. All right, so there's, you can get that off my website, najanailguru.com, or check it out on Instagram at the underscore Naja. So in that ebook, it's the 55 places to market your beauty business. And I'm gonna go over a few places here. I'll give you some free gems here. But what I wanna talk about is the power of the places that are in this book because the power of the places that are in this book is some of them you're gonna go in and you can just get one-offs you know you can leave your card and flyers and things at a grocery store that's where I got my very first client from Gelson's grocery store in Marina Del Rey California she was my client for about six or seven years her best friend also worked there so they will always come together so that does work okay so that was me getting two clients doing their nails I got the one and she referred her friend who worked in the cheese department of that place, got her, okay? Now, that's one way of utilizing this this ebook and these places I'm gonna talk about. The other thing is that utilizing these places, like I'm gonna talk about a bridal shop, right? You go into the bridal shop and talk to the girls that work there, the owner or the manager, ask if you can leave a little, you know, um, four by six framed, white, you know, white framed, Thing on their counter that has like eight or nine of your sample nails that you would do for a wedding and you can include like classic ones you can include a little you know a little twist you can use like, include like a really flashy one like imagine like Nicki Minaj or Cardi B were getting married so that you can show I could do classic stuff I could do all the way to wild stuff um, that would be a way that when you're at work doing clients or when you're out and about with your kids or living your life 
that salon or that bridal shop right there is still open and marketing your nails. People, oh, what is this? Oh, this is that's a nail stylist that we work with that has a salon down the street. Here's her card. She gives ten percent off for anyone that's buying a dress here or something like that. I want you to understand the power of cross promoting because you're only one person. I'm only one person, right? So that means that we're limited. Our time is limited, right? I only have a certain amount of time in the day that I can offer services. I only have two hands and I can only go as fast as I can go. So you might be able to fit in five or 10 clients per day depending on what you're doing, right? So you don't have as much time to go out as in market. But if you market this way, smarter not harder, think about it, that bridal shop could send you four people a week, one person a year, 10 people a month. Who knows? It's about this planting seed that I've been talking about in my previous podcast. So let me give you a, two personal examples here, okay? <clears throat> One of the, the places of the 55 Places ebook is an esthetician or a waxer, right? Other beauty professionals. I do nails. I'm not in competition with the waxer. If you do do waxing, then you cross-promote yourself with barbers, hairstylists, manicures. I'm a manicure, so I'm cross-promoting myself with everyone that doesn't offer nails. So there was an esthetician, excuse me, a waxer, who had a salon two blocks over from where I had my salon in West Hollywood, California. And over the years that I had that salon, I had that salon for about four years, this waxer named Kim, she sent me well over 200 clients. Do you understand that? 200 clients came and sat in my chair because she referred them to me because she was a really, really busy waxer, right? This is what, how I want you to think. The waitress or the bartender at the popular bar in your area could be doing the same for you. The hairstylist down the street could be doing the same for you. Guess what Kim also referred me to? Within those 200 people, she referred me this woman named Grace Fudin, who there's a video up of her on my YouTube channel. She became like my mentor, but she was really just my client, but she was a corporate woman. She taught me so much about business every time that I did her nails. So most of the things that I'm teaching you come from her. So I'm so grateful for that. The other thing is she also referred me to Mary J. Blige. So she was waxing Mary J. Blige. She asked me how much does it cost for uh, you know, a house called Petty Cry. I told her, she said, you'll never guess who it is. I'm from Jersey, I don't care. I was like, I don't care. She said it was Mary J. Blige. I screamed, I was like, oh my God that is the only person that I yes would care because that was my childhood well is my childhood musical idol right so you cannot underestimate this power of cross promoting and getting out and rubbing elbows with the people in your community so the people in your community can send people to you and you also have something to offer you can then tell that waxer oh and I'll tell all my ladies to come see you you can um, cross promote with a car dealership you know go in there on Saturdays and offer to do a little free nail art or hand massage or stuff, introduce yourself to the people there, and then you can let that place know, oh, I'll refer my people to you to get a car. You know, this is what's called cross-promoting. So one more example before I read some of the things out in this book is that um, I would travel around a lot, you know, when it wasn't COVID and go to ple uh, people's salons, do one-on-one -on -one trainings, those kind of things. So when I would get off the plane, I would take my Uber or my taxi to the salon I was going to, I would get there and lo and behold, listen to me loud and clear here, almost everyone in every city in America would say the same thing to me. They'd say, oh yeah, but Naja, around here, you know, people don't want to help or around here, you know, there's those cheap salons that are charging 10 or $15, you know, around here, around here. Okay, so just so you know, 
People have told me that in Los Angeles. People have told me that in Dallas. People have told me that in Atlanta. People have told me that in um, Pennsylvania, in New Jersey, in Vegas, in Florida, New Orleans, North Carolina, Chicago, anywhere I get off, they say those same things. So if you're thinking, oh yeah, that's the same around here, just know that there's enough to go around and those places are not taking your clients, period. If you charge 50 or 60 or 80 or 90 and they charge 10 or 15 or 20, they're not taking your clients. Do you hear me? A client that is willing to spend 60 or $70 on nails is not going to be like, oh, but I can get over here for 10, I'll do that. No, they've already made their decision. The person that has a budget, 10 or 15 or $20 for nails, is not going to go jump in and be like, well, now I want to spend 70 Do you understand? There's a whole different mindset, and there's enough clients for Walmart, and there's enough clients for Saks Fifth Avenue, okay? So get that into your mind first. Now... The story about when I get off the plane, take my Uber to my destination, I get there and they give me this speech. Oh, but around here, and you know, there's six salons on this street alone and they're charging $15, so they're taking all of our clients. No, they're not. They're not taking your clients because what's for you is what for you. They're not taking your clients. You know who's taking your clients? You. <laughs> you, because you're not out and about in your community rubbing elbows, cross-promoting with the tailor, with the bartender, with the teachers, with the schools, right? So what I would do is I'd get there and I'd be like, oh yeah, they're taking your clients. Okay, well, have you yourself gone to like the gym down the street or to the bar? They're like, oh no, which one are you talking about? Which one are you talking about? I was like, why do I know getting off a plane and taking an Uber and just sightseeing on the way here, why do I know more places than you in your community of where you can potentially market, right? I'll tell you a quick story and then we're going to get into this book. I think it was like in uh, Long Beach, like either the OC or the or Long Beach, California, but it doesn't matter. It's about an hour away from Los Angeles, right? And I was going there and it was for a place that sold pedicure chairs. And this was this is where their headquarters were, where they made the head where they made the pedicure chairs, where they distributed out of them, they had a showroom, all this. And they've been in business 25, 30, I think 40 years, right? I go there and they're talking about, you know, sales and blah 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 blah. And I said, Oh, have you gone to the beauty school? that's you know three blocks over because that beauty school trains uh, people from all over the world and specifically um, a lot of Vietnamese people travel from all over the US and go to that specific school and then they go back to their city and do their thing so like they're coming there why don't you get in cahoots with them now and then you can you know talk to them about your pedicure equipment and all that stuff and then you can sell it to them while they're in school or after school and all that and lo and behold I told you this showroom has been there for 40 years and they're like what oh what school I didn't know that there was a school over there three blocks away. So this is what I'm saying. Don't let me come to your city. Don't let me do a Google search or like take my little Uber ride. And and, um, and by the way, I always take a Lyft, but we're, I'm just used to saying Uber. But I take a Lyft because an Uber driver who had Uber and Lyft on his things told me if you're a woman and a single woman traveling, Lyft is better for you. So I don't know if that will help you, but that's what I do now. So anyway, taking my Lyft ride, don't let me know more of them what's going on in your community than that so do you understand what I'm saying that person was missing out on potential sales that person was missing out on potential planting seeds at a freaking beauty school you know to be able to sell their pedicure equipment so let me get into this book so this this ebook is really great I'm really proud of it and I did it um, for y'all so let's see it is <clears throat> it's uh, 31 pages it's called the 55 places to market your beauty business. I'm just gonna open up to a random page here and read you one of them. Okay, so number 49 is pregnancy stores and resources. 
moms need their nails done too and so do expecting moms so just so you know in this book I list the 55 places but then I give you a little bit of uh, insight of like what to do like you know the bridal shop leave a little nail art there or how you can actually cross promote so I have um, I have had tons of pregnant clients who made a pedicure appointment so close to their delivery due date so that and this is what they would say at least my toes will be pretty because I know I'm gonna look wrecked then I do not see these women again after giving birth for about six to eight months. So focus on places, classes, resources where expecting moms frequent. I'm gonna read you a couple more here. Okay, so I got number 33, law offices. Another set of professionals who schedule and budget in their grooming needs to their work life. They also need de-stressing and debriefing time. Plus they see people dearly who will in turn see your nail work. Don't underestimate business and professional people who may not get flashy nail art, but a meticulous, well-groomed manicure goes a long way. My whole first two years of doing nails had an almost all-male clientele of businessmen. Okay, I'm gonna read you one more here. So this is from the ebook, The 55 Places of Where and How to Market Your Beauty Business. Okay, so number 10, this is like a no freaking brainer, but I think people, there's so many people I've coached that haven't implemented this. So this is number 10 is podiatrist. So if you're doing feet, and I mean, I made my whole career off pedicures, just so you know. My whole career was off pedicures, and then it transitioned into doing more celebrity work and doing this kind of, you know, training people in the business aspect of things. But my whole day in and day out the salon was pedicures. All right, so podiatrist. If you offer pedicures and love doing them like I do, then this is your meal ticket. You do not need to be a medical podiatrist. You do not need to be a medical pedicurist either. I had two foot doctors on deck that sent me clients regularly. Podiatrists advocate regular pedicures, so why not have you be the one they refer to? They have sent me diabetic clients, clients who need monthly toenail clipping, and clients after surgery to get my reflexology massage, the nausea to work on scar tissue. So the nausea is something that I have as an online class. You can also get that through my website um, or email me for details, but that is a a short class online where you actually view me doing my specific massage techniques on an actual client and I show you how to really give um, upscale services and what to do to be able to upcharge your prices and give what I call out of this world treats for the fee. Okay, so I'm going to wrap this up now but I hope that this helps so that you understand that you're leaving so much money and so much potential on the table by not getting out and about in your community. And you can also do this. Everything that I'm talking to you about in this 55 places of where to market, you could go out in person, and I have techniques to show you how to get over your shyness or at least enough where you can get out there and say something. And also use the same techniques for marketing digitally. You do a hashtag search and find where is the podiatrist in your area that does have a hashtag or an Instagram um, site. So that, you can get all that information on my social media class and my social media ebook. But if you if you enjoyed this podcast and you have any comments, please let me know. You can comment here below or what I would really love if you can DM me on Instagram, it's the underscore Naja, N-A-J-A, or you can find my email on my website, NajaNailGuru.com. I'd love to hear from you to hear what other topics and what other areas that you're either struggling with or celebrating in and then I can use those as my talking points for further podcasts so that would give you some gems. Ciao beauties!